This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, guys, to week 58 of Tailgate Talks. You're listening to The Tailgate, where we talk about what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. But for those friends and fans of ours out there that love Texas Tech, make sure you go click on the Club Red portion of our show. We just had, obviously, a ton of fun talking about the Garibay kick and about how Texas Tech basketball is looking. But uh, let's go ahead and hone this in here. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, on iTunes. If it is on iTunes, give us a good review below. Give us the five-star rating. We always appreciate that. Helps us out in the long run. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. If you do swing by the YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. That way you're notified each time we post a new video for you guys, about one to two a week. And they've been doing pretty good. Uh, one of the ones we had last week, 300 views. Uh, I, I didn't see how the last one was doing. Uh, that was at like 79, 80 last time I checked it. But uh, It's over 100 now. And oh, it's doing that good. other video is now our second most watched video of see? all time. <laughs> join the join the party. We got a YouTube channel that's popping off. We updated the logo finally after about two months. Uh, we're, we're doing <laughs> good, good things over there. <laughs> like all of us, we've all been like looking at the YouTube channel at some point or another. And then Brooks was like, hey, um, you should... You should change the logo at some point. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, how did I not notice this? I didn't either, and I'm editing the fucking thing. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, make sure, uh, if you ever want to hit us up on our personal accounts, Dustin, find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Lastly, uh, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, email us, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. Gonna hand this over to Dustin for the NFL discussion. Are you ready for the football? All right, Dustin, take it away, man. What do we got going on? Yeah, yeah, week ten in the books. We are definitely over that halfway point trying to make those playoff pushes in the NFL. So, of course, for our recap, the time it takes Tom Brady to come back on your NFL team. Week ten recap. We're still on the week one of Tom Brady comeback timer. Week one, which is only. Under two minute comeback at a minute and 24. Bucks got kind of dominated this past weekend. And so we are still at that time. So you guys will have a minute and 24 seconds to go over whatever you want to for week 10. And then once that timer's up, you are done. No discussion, no interruptions. I believe we will start with Brooks. Down below. Oh, all right. Oh. Give me that timer early and go ahead and give him the countdown whenever you are ready. I mean, hey, at least you get to go first this time so nobody can steal your thing. That's good. No. That's good. Part All right. Of the game. Part of the game. Let's go. Ready? Three. Are you ready? All right. All right. Let's go. Got the thumbs up. Three, two, one, go. 
All right, this week I'm going to talk about the mess in the AFC this week. <laughs> We've got the Tennessee Titans at the top of the AFC at 8-2, and two, and we got the Bills and Ravens right behind them sitting at 6-3. and three. But from the Bills and the Ravens down to the 12th place team, only two games separate those yeah. teams. It is a clusterfuck in the AFC this <laughs> this year. We might be going down to the wire where there's like four or five teams who all have a shot at making the playoffs at the end of the season. It's ridiculous. Teams aren't winning games to help themselves out. The Ravens lose to the Dolphins last week, which should have been a win. The Chargers lost. Raiders lost. Browns lost. So teams that have chances to separate themselves a little bit, give them cushion, they're not they're not taking advantage of those opportunities. And so it's just a gigantic mess. And two losses can doom you while two wins can propel you to a little bit more comfort in the AFC this season. It's been a mess. It's been fun to watch. Nobody knows who's going to win each week. You've got the Bills losing to the Jaguars. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's been super entertaining to watch. Uh, And so we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. But the AFC is one big mess. And time. Just under 123. I was looking at the standings earlier as well and noticed that there's a lot of six and four and five and five. I was five trying to figure out what to talk about, and then I stumbled on that, and F I was like, this will be great. Sure. <laughs> Brooks nailed that. AFC is a big cluster F out there. Arlie's favorite teams are in that, but they're not even in the conversation. Nope. So <laughs> Facts. go ahead and reset that timer, Arlie, and uh, right. you've got a minute, 24 seconds to ramble about what you want about week 10. All right. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. All right. So I got, I got, a, I got a two part. I'm going to try and kind of get through quickly. One is I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what Dallas Cowboys I'm getting week to week. All right. And before everyone is like, Hey, this is going to be like the 1990s Dallas Cowboys. We also need to pump the brakes because this program, this Dallas Cowboys team, has only won three playoff games in the last 21 years. Three playoff games total. So, like, until they can prove themselves in the playoffs, I'm just not going to be the person to drink the Kool-Aid. That game against Denver last week just kind of made me pump the brakes on them at first for and y'all have heard me on this. I'm a big Cowboys hater. I love to do it. But that made me pump the brakes on myself and I'm like, "All right, wait, let's see how they get doing the playoffs first because again, they've only won 3 in the last 21 years." The other part that I wanted to kind of touch base on, I'm kind of coming close to my time here, but these Patriots, I I I don't know what to expect out of them anymore. Um I kind of called it a little bit early in the season. I thought that they were going to be like, you know, maybe a little bit of a dark horse and with their with their with their own division diminishing, I think that they're going to have a real shot at making this playoff and maybe even the wild card. Uh but that wraps up my time ending now. All right. Really taking a lot there. Taking my Cowboys oh, big can, win you... and making it sound terrible. <laughs> They lost a week before. Whoop-de-doo. It's just, it's just me having a hard time drinking the Kool-Aid just yet because they haven't done it in so long. It's fine. But you got enough Kool-Aid on your plate with the Texans and the Jags, all right? Yeah, 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 you don't yeah. worry about your own Kool-Aid. I, I, I don't put my Kool-Aid on a plate, but it's okay. We'll restart the clock. It's your turn. Don't worry. Go ahead and restart my clock. All right, all right. Go ahead in three, two, one.
Go. So Arlie took my number one. Brooks took my number two. Don't worry. I was ready and had three in the chamber for this one. So LA Rams making a lot of moves right now. Everybody's darlings of the NFL. Everybody wants to get there. They make all the most aggressive moves. They get rid of all their draft picks. They have the number one defense. They have superstars all over their team. And they get blown out. And that's okay. It was one of those 49ers are fighting for their lives. Also, 49ers always play the Rams super hard. Just their styles don't match up. Um, and the Rams have a lot of moving pieces. Obviously, they just had a Robert Woods injury that hurt the offense a lot. And OBJ is not there yet, obviously. Vaughn Miller played like 40% of snaps. He's not there yet. This bye week comes at the perfect time for the Rams. So they get a week and a half, some off, before they have to play again. They can get all these new guys incorporated. They can get some guys healthy. And I would expect the Rams to make a huge second-half push. Saw a great stat on their game the other night comparing the Bucks from year before to the Rams now. Things are very similar. So expect the Rams to make a big second-half push here. My bad, my bad. All right, that was I, I muted myself that way I wouldn't interrupt. No, that was good. You actually did it. I said five seconds, and you did it with all right. You know what? I actually Man. like clicked over to Twitch with like fourteen left, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that was I good. Point no, very yeah, that was good. I was literally saying five, and I was like, <laughs> I got distracted in my own head and started thinking about the Rams and stuff, and yeah. I'm like, man, they need to get their shit together. And then like, wait, 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 wait we're just at a minute on my Twitch. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Brooks, I'm kidding. Brooks needs the timer. Brooks, Brooks has to have the no. Oh, Brooks will finish Dustin's, the. Uh, Dustin's still going at it. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin's doing good. I didn't know a minute twenty four could last this long. All right, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Week ten really well summed up. It's probably our best recap so far. AFC is a cluster F. Cowboys are hot and cold, and the Rams are going to try to get it together during bye week. So moving along to week eleven. I feel like we say this most weeks, not a lot of awesome games out there, but almost every week we have upsets left and right. Yeah. And we never can figure it out. Obviously, I don't think anybody can this year. Mm-mm. I think I saw a stat the other day that underdogs this year, and those come in later, are like 84 and 60 or something. It's yeah. somewhere in that range. Like they're covering pretty well, like way more than usual. Yeah. Um, and like, like last week, I thought the Washington football team had no chance. And then they go in and not only cover that, they beat the Bucks. Like, ah. Yeah. Like, so, Bucks off a bye, too. So, mm-hmm. first thing we're going to talk about in Brooks's cluster F of AFC, Colts and Bills. Colts are 5-5, five and five, but are hot at 5-5. Five and five. You know, they're, they're limiting Carson Wentz's uh, dumbass mistakes. The Bills are kind of like what I already mentioned about the Cowboys, very kind of hot and cold. Yep. So, Brooks, what do you make of this cluster F of AFC game that we have in front of us? Yeah, this is a very intriguing game. The, if you remember, the Colts and Bills played in the playoffs last year, and it was a very close game. Uh, I think the Colts, you know, they're they're figuring out with Carson Wentz. They're kind of doing what you said before the season started on them 
right after the Carson Wentz injury. It's like, hey, they're going to kind of get off to a slow start. They had a very tough schedule to start the season, and then things have kind of evened itself out once they got Carson Wentz back, and then they've kind of got these easier opponents along the way. Uh, so they're kind of right where we expected them to be. I think they're figuring it out with they have a really good running back, yeah, and Taylor. Taylor's been incredible, and that's what helps limit Carson Wentz because you have a dependable running back. You have a dependable ground game that you don't have to necessarily air it out with Carson Wentz. You can pick your moments for him to be good, and I think that's what's made them really competitive lately. The Bills, they're another team that you don't know what version of you, them you're going to get each week. I mean, they go out and destroy the Jets, but the week before that, they lose to the Jaguars. Yeah. Like, if you look at the teams that they've beaten, like, I, it's just they've kicked the ass of some of the bad teams, but they've kind of been in the games with some of the good teams that they've faced. So it's just you don't know what version of the Bills that you're getting, and I think the Colts are kind of figuring it out as they go, and they're starting to become more formidable each week. And so this will be a fun game. I'm looking forward to this one. All right, what do you think about it? I'm a Brooks on this one. Though. This is going to be one of my main to watch games of the week. Uh, Cause I want to see uh, one. If, if the bills can turn this around uh, they're they're looking too unpredictable for who they were last season. And two, I want to see if the Indianapolis Colts can also figure it out because I, uh, this kind of, this matchup boils down to a quarterback matchup in my opinion. And if you're looking tit for tat, <laughs> Carson Wentz isn't looking that much worse, right? Like, I mean, 20, right. 2,400 yards to 2,600, 17 touchdowns to, to 19, three interceptions to six interceptions. Like, tit for tat, they're not that far apart. And Josh Allen had had a good hat in the ring for MVP last season. So, like, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, right now he does. Yeah, on top of that right now he does. And so, like, Carson Wentz, even though he's still Carson Wentz, he, he can screw it up at any minute. Uh, Stat-wise, he's competing with Josh Allen. And so, like, I want to see if that's going to start working out more for them. And I, I think that this is going to be kind of one of the better games to watch this week. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the, the probably best game to watch here in a little bit. But definitely in my top two or three to watch for this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you that it's one of the top to watch of who you're going to get. And if the Bills can kind of establish their dominance of being one of the best AFC teams or if they're just going to keep this cluster of AFC rolling mm -hmm. on because they're supposed to be one of the top teams and they haven't separated themselves yet. So this is that kind of game. We'll stay in the whole cluster F of AFC just for Brooks. <laughs> Because I got the next two games listed at the same thing. So we got the Bengals and the Raiders. One point difference there in favor of the Raiders. Both teams at five and four. I marked this one as a who wants to be for real game. Yep. So Brooks, who do you think wants to be for real? The Raiders or the Bengals? Dude, I don't think either of these teams want to be for real. <laughs> Maybe we'll get another like, tie. We didn't mention that in our recap. We had a right? tie. Oh, uh, yeah, we had a tie. The Lions again. Um, yeah, I don't really – man, these teams, it's like they're trying to lose. Remember like a couple weeks ago we thought the Bengals had figured it out. They were sitting there kind of at the top of the AFC. <laughs> yeah. Like I mentioned, two straight losses, and they're here in the middle of the pack. And another loss kind of, you know, puts them on the outside looking in. Meanwhile, the same does for the Raiders. I, 
I really don't know what to expect, man. I, I I thought the Raiders were in good position a couple weeks ago. They lose to the Giants. They get, you know, they give life back to the Chiefs. Uh, just I don't really know from these two teams. Like you could tell me that the Raiders blow the Bengals out. You could tell me that the Bengals blow the Raiders out, and I won't be surprised um, on this one. I just yeah, what team wants it more? I would guess maybe the Bengals, but. Who knows? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Arlie, are you indifferent on no, this? No, uh, yeah, same same boat. Like what? <laughs> we're 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 talking battle for the mediocre at this point. Uh they were they were, both teams had kinda kinda a, a a little bit of like a smoke and mirrors to start the season. Where you thought, okay, Bengals are like what? They're 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 legit. Oh, the Raiders are are, are looking hot. What is happening? How are they leading the division against the Chiefs? Like both of these are smoke and mirror teams, and I think in the end, halfway through the season, we're, we're starting to kind of catch who they really are, and they're not able to pull their, their training camp trickeries, I guess, anymore, and this is just kind of way down on my list of games to watch. I'll just kind of be curious to see what the final score is. Yeah, both teams got blown out by, like, 30 last week, and... Yeah, who who wants to keep themselves in the race or not? I kind of think Cincinnati's barely coming up with the youth that they have, and the Raiders have kind of come down from their emotional roller coaster of the last month. And so I would expect the Bengals to maybe edge us out. But, yeah, it's one of those coin flips, and who knows how lopsided it does get. Like, I don't know. All right, the other who wants to be for real game. Steelers versus Chargers. Steelers are hanging around. They're five and three. Chargers are five and four. They kind of have had an up and down season. So, Arlie, who do you think in this matchup wants to be for real? The Steelers or the Chargers? <laughs> I think the Steelers. Uh, I'm gonna kind of go on the opposite side of this one. I think the Chargers. As they were like kind of an early favorite, you know. Herbert me, five three and one. Five three and one. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, five three and one Chargers. Time. Uh, I, I, I just, the chargers, um, I, I mean, you might as well throw them in that same damn boat with, with, uh, Cincinnati and, and, uh, in Las Vegas, Las Vegas. I'm sorry, but that early, early season smoke and mirrors and then chargers are starting to charger it up again. Like, I'm sorry, but they got rid of Phillip rivers and they're still charging it up. I don't know how they have, they have really good roster. Uh, I mean, they 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 have a couple of big big names out, um, but I think that this is more this is more Pittsburgh trying to work their way back in. Okay, Brooks, who do you think wants to be for real in this game? It's hard to say that the Steelers want to be for real if they have to have Mason Rudolph start for them this week. I don't know if Roethlisberger's back. But when Rudolph is your second option, that's not great. And we've been talking about how washed Roethlisberger is. But he can at least keep them in games. Um, But Rudolph is just a joke. The Chargers, yeah, Arlie's right. They keep charging. I don't know what it is about the Chargers, but once you spent a few weeks there as a head coach, you (laughs) you just can't – you just can't consume it all. And you can't figure it out. And you're not running the offense that's best fit for this team. Uh, I've heard a lot of people talking about how their scheme just doesn't make sense with the talent that they have. Mike Williams has begun to fade as a receiver. 
And so it's just not the same team that we saw at the start of the season. And do you have the faith in the Chargers to correct that? You know, sure, they got a new coach. Sure, they got a lot of new pieces. But it feels like it's going the same way that it's been for the last – for our whole lives with the Chargers. And then the Steelers, I I think they'll be able to battle and keep it close. Um, But, you know, to monitor with them is how many guys are going to be missing this week. Like, is Roethlisberger back? TJ Watts kind of hurt. A lot of their really good players are questionable this week. And so if they are out and the Chargers can't take advantage of this, then to me, they're kind of fraudulent. Like if you can't beat a Steelers team without their best players, like you should dominate this game. But True. And I'm with you on that. That's what I was going to bring up is Steelers got some COVID going around the building. Minka Fitzpatrick's probably out. I forgot. Both yeah. of those injured out. and doubtful, but and so their and their defense has kept them in games, which has been their their saving point. So if their best two defense players are out on their front and back end, that's a big miss. And so maybe this is a get right game for the Chargers. They can figure some things out. But like you said, could be a big letdown game if they let Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph keep it close or beat them. You know, mm-hmm. so we'll they have see. one of the worst. They have one of the worst rush defenses in the, the worst rush defense in the NFL, I think. So Najee Harris could have a field day. All right, let's move to the NFC. Not as big of a cluster F. The Cardinals and the Seahawks. And then we'll talk about our last game of the Cowboys Chiefs coming up, which is our shot bet. Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals favored by two and a half. Cardinals came out super hot. We're 7-0 to start the year. Have Since then, have gone 1-2, and two, have been injured, kind of stumbling into this week. But Seattle's kind of in the same boat. Maybe brought Russell Wilson back too soon. Went for zero points last week for the first time in the Russell Wilson era. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think this game is closer than predicted because we don't know about Kyler Murray and the Cardinals offense, right? So, Brooks, what do you think about this this injury game? <laughs> yeah, it's tough to peg this one because we don't yeah. know the status of Kyler. And even if Kyler plays, you know, it's a bad <laughs> ankle. So, yeah. yeah, so you're probably removing one of the best things of Kyler, which is his mobility. And so we'll see how Cliff can game plan around that injury if we keep going with Colt McCoy uh, or I think Colt got hurt last game too. So we don't even know if Colt is available to back up. Um, but for Seattle, this is kind of do or die. If they don't win this one, this is it for them. Yeah. And so for them, this is kind of like, Hey, maybe we brought Russ back too early, but Hey, we got him back in the feel of it. If he's feeling good, then we ought to come out here and we ought to beat a team that has a hobbled Kyler Murray or a Colt McCoy or whoever their third string quarterback is. If we want to be a playoff team, like you got to be able to beat this team. And so for them, it's kind of like, Hey, right. Do or die. If we're going to stay alive in this playoff race, this is it. And so I expect them to come out and compete. And like we said with the Cardinals, there's just too much unknown for them, for me to make a prediction off of them right now. Like we don't know what their quarterback situation is. And so it's tough to say, but, you know, they've been competitive in just about every single one of their games. So I would still expect them to be competitive in this one um, with whoever they play. Arlie, you've been one of the biggest Cardinal fans this season. How are you feeling about this game? Um, 
I'm going to kind of have to stay on that train for a little bit here right now because the Seattle Seahawks, I, 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 it's, it's not to, to the Cardinals praise, but more to the doubt from the Seahawks at this moment. And I, how much uh, mediocrity, I guess, are we going to allow from them before we start kind of questioning how long should they keep Pete Carroll? Let's be honest here. Russ, Russ can cook. We know that. We know he can ball out. We know he's going to recover. We know he's going to be a good quarterback. But how long are we going to keep? Let, how long are they going to let keep uh, uh, Pete Carroll stay at the helm? Um, Arizona Cardinals. They're still eight. You, you're not eight and two by accident ever. You're, you never are. They they have one of the best records in the NFL. These are all professional people or players looking to feed their families. Like you don't accidentally go eight and two uh, unless you're the Steelers from last year. Um, <laughs> But they didn't go into. They went eleven and zero. I know, and it's just dumb. <laughs> it's like the craziest thing ever. <laughs> the dumbest like stretch of game. Anyways, back to the point though. I think that this is more about the Seattle Seahawks and and Pete Carroll trying to keep his job. In my opinion, how long are they going to let him be mediocre? Like he had one good run. Legion of Boom was great, and I, I know mediocre is a little bit harsh, but no. I- Go ahead, this go ahead. is actually a point I don't know if I've heard somebody bring up. And I listen to a lot of NFL, but the, like firing at Pete Carroll. But you make good points. Like since the Legion of Boom's been gone, since they lost Dan Quinn, this defense hasn't has been one of the worst mm-hmm. in the league over the last several years. So this so offense has actually brought this up the last couple of days. Cowherd has the okay. Seahawks, I, and he's always like pretty ahead of the game. Like he's he said like the last three years of the Seahawks have all been mediocre. Like mm-hmm. They've been struggling. Russ, Russell Wilson's basically keeping them afloat. Well, and he wants to get out too. Like he he wanted <laughs> out. I don't know if he so, wanted out. Yeah, I think a, that might have been like a like a push play or like a pressure thing to get I, them to no, do more. I, I but think from some of the stuff I've listened to, I think like a lot of people are expecting him to not be on the Seahawks next year, especially if this season keeps going the way that it has been for them. But yeah, I think you bring up a good point at what. At what point do you start to question Pete Carroll's ability to lead that team? Because they are nothing like that team that won the Super Bowl. And he, at the time, you're like, wow, you got Russell Wilson. Like, they should – it's kind of like the Packers thing with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you feel like they should have won more than one Super Bowl at this point. Yep. At least to justify mm-hmm. that. I mean, him getting to have, yeah. like, any kind of control still. Anyways. No, yeah. I, I've, I mean, I, I've, I've heard tidbits or chirps about it here and there. It's not, like, originally – or completely original thought, but I'm just like, dude, why is he still there? I yeah. don't know. Let's yeah. get to the real actual good game of the week. By far, game of the week, oh, Cowboys yeah. and Chiefs. It's going to get huge ratings, especially being on Fox. Um, Chiefs are surprisingly, to me, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I guess the Vegas betters don't want to lose money on it and are that head over heels about the big win last week. But Cowboys kind of bounced back pretty good. But the Chiefs look like they may have gotten their swagger back a little bit. Brooks, are you buying that the Chiefs got their swagger back and they're back on pace? I think their offense is getting closer to what it was. Like, that was the first time we saw semblances of the Chiefs that we know in that game. You know, Mahomes, five touchdowns. Uh, it wasn't sloppy. It looked it looked good. It gives me reason to believe in them again. But I, I do think the Cowboys are just kind of overwhelming on offense. And if they can have a defensive performance like they had against the Falcons, 
And that offense now with Gallup back in the offense, they have so many weapons. And this Chiefs defense, while it's been a little bit better, they just haven't been facing an offense like this one. And so I expect this to be a shootout. I would expect both teams to be able to put up numbers. Uh, I expect the Chiefs to have a great offensive performance, but I do expect the Cowboys to be able to exploit this weak Chiefs defense in a lot of different ways, whether it's through Zeke, whether it's through passing. They just have a lot of ways that they can beat you. So um, I expect a lot of firepower in this one. It might look like a Big 12 game. That's what Hmm. I'm hoping for. But ultimately, like, it's a good – it'll be good for the Chiefs if they can win this one. It'll be like, okay, they're all the way back. Like, this is a big chance for them to prove, hey, we might have had those bumps in the road, but, hey, we're here, and now you got to worry about us again. Yeah. Arlie, what's your expectations here? Um, I think Brooks is kind of on the on the on the nail on the head there. This is going to be a little bit more high scoring than people think. Uh, because, or, yeah, but you can't just say the Chiefs are back just yet. In my opinion, not saying Brooks said that, uh, but just in my opinion, you can't just say the yeah. Chiefs are back yet. Um, just because I I still have I'm still holding my breath on the Cowboys and they're seven and two. Um, just because of that Denver like hiccup, and this has been the weirdest year of NFL yet. Every single good team has had a hiccup, so it's kind of hard to base anything off of that. But I'm not I'm not drinking uh, on the opposite side of that. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid from from Kansas City just yet because they had a positive hiccup. Like they had a great game, they showed out, they looked like the Kansas City Chiefs of old. I do think that the that the Cowboys actually run away with not run away with this one but do take a win from this game but a lot closer than than like than like a 10 10 15 point blowout. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be actually on the opposite end and they win by maybe 3 points. Okay, so for since you're already calling that shot bet you're taking the Cowboys to cover two and a half. Oh shoot, let's go. Yeah. That that'll be mine. Right. I, I think they win this one by 3. I think that they're they're a more complete team right now, yeah. and while if this if this was the playoffs, and they're going up against each other for some reason, like I guess Super Bowl would be the Super only. Bowl. But uh, but but if they were going against each other in the playoffs, I'd be putting my money on Kansas City, because I know that they could, I know that they have more experience in winning in the play, in the in the playoffs. But regular season, I think Dallas Cowboys are a lot more complete, and I think that they end up winning this game. All right. Yeah, good points with the Cowboys are the better overall team with all their weapons. On offense, they're just going to take whatever you give them. You let them run. They got two really good running backs. Mm -hmm. You let them throw. They got Dak and all these weapons. Defense is very opportunistic, even though they'll let you get some yards and maybe score. They're going to go for some takeaways here and there. So which Patrick Mahomes do we get this week with that? Like, it's going to be more like last week where he's scrambling and throwing one up to Williams in the end zone to make a crazy play. And, or is he going to keep checking it down like he was this week, which is what teams are giving him. And he's finally recognizing like, Hey, let's just hit Williams out of the backfield. Let's just hit Kelsey slipping out. Like let's take these chunk small games. Let's, we don't have to get 20, 30, 40 yard plays all yeah. the time. It's Okay. And, you know, the Cowboys are going to bait him into that. Like, teams are going to – they're trying to bait him into being patient. Maybe he's figuring that out. Um, But I tend to agree with Arlie that two and a half – the two and a half is on the wrong side, in my opinion. 
with the teams that we've seen this year. Like Cowboys seem like they're the more – I know Arley's not a fan of the last two weeks, but they seem more consistent and put together than the Chiefs do so far. Chiefs seem to barely be getting their ball rolling, and Cowboys have had the ball rolling most of the year. So I'm taking the Cowboys to cover that two and a half also. Brooks, what's your side on? Yeah, I think when you look at that line, I do think the Chiefs are still given the benefit of the doubt of like yeah. the team from the past few years. But I do think if the Cowboys were two and a half favorites, like the money would just load up to the Chiefs um, with it being in Kansas City. So uh, this one's a tough one because I would say, I want to say Cowboys, but how I've wanted to go usually never goes right. <laughs> oh. Like last week, I wanted to go Browns, but I decided to pick against what I wanted to go and went Patriots. That worked out. I'm like, I kind of want to go. I really want to go Cowboys. But some of me feels like if I go Cowboys, the Chiefs is going to go. <laughs> and so this is where I'm torn. Rex is going to have to flip a coin to decide his fate. But I do think – I just think the Cowboys have too much offensively in that while the Chiefs have been better defensively lately, it's been against Jordan Love, against the you know Derek Carr and the Raiders, which you can get them on and off night any given week. And I think that the Cowboys are going to expose them. And so I'm going to go with my gut on this one, which is the Cowboys. And I think that they cover that and get that win. Okay. All right, so all three of us going with the Cowboys to cover that two and a half. And the Chiefs will probably make us regret that. But the Chiefs are one of the worst teams against the spread this year also. So Yeah, I just I, – I, I can't – like Arlie said, I can't drink the Kool-Aid on them yet either. Like, cool, you had one really good offensive game against the Raiders. But I needed to see it, I think, a little more consistently before I'm just back on the yeah. let's go Chiefs. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's that it's a regular season game. I I, I trust p- playoff Chiefs more than I trust uh, playoff Cowboys, and I trust regular season Cowboys right now more than I trust regular season Chiefs. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so that's our wrap up for Week Eleven. Some good games. Some cluster of AFC games, if you want to watch those, tune in to CBS for those cluster games. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Uh, but the only news we got this week is Cam Newton is back to the Panthers. I think this is a great move for the Panthers. I mean, obviously, Sam Darnold was bringing them as far down as he could, and they didn't have any other backup options, really. Um, and with the weapons that the Panthers have around Cam – with a good defense and some receiving weapons and Christian McCaffrey, I think they could make a playoff a playoff push here with Cam. I mean, he's he got some goal line carries and plays this last week. He's probably going to start this week, which I don't know why you wouldn't start him. Like, yeah. what do you have to lose, right? Yeah. This year is so annoying because it's like as soon as you want to go in all in on any team – they're like fuck you yeah fuck off like okay no we're gonna lose like the the the, one of our fluff games okay no i'm gonna go in on the ravens oh we're gonna lose two in a row and then you know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go all in on on the the bucks we're gonna lose to the to the football team it's just it's or you could have just earlier in the year went all in on the jacksonville jaguars i know right and then just been completely disappointed all year 
They're they're not <laughs> even in last place. The Houston Texans are. Good God! Why is my own <laughs> team beating? Uh, it's it's it's. I hate it. Update update in that in that realm. The Jacksonville Jaguars are really bet. What sucks for him is that the Tennessee Titans are dominating the AFC and yeah, yeah. just finished a brutal stretch of scheduling, <laughs> beat four or five straight playoff teams, and now have the easier schedule coming up now that Derrick Henry's out. So the Tennessee Titans are for real and mm-hmm. don't want to be slowing down, which really hurts are these Jacksonville Jaguars bet. <laughs> which a lot of the bet was not – necessarily fully on the Jaguars it was on the fact that he didn't think the Titans and the Colts yeah. or whatever were going to be good enough to do that yeah. uh, like like yeah you know win more than nine or already have games. eight wins yeah 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 well it's so. just it's just what 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 is this like three years in a row that like the Titans have essentially been not one-dimensional but you know what they're gonna do yeah, like, but their one dimension is so huge. Oh, I know, I know. But even without them, they're anymore. still doing it. Even yeah, without really, him, they're still running look, the ball no, all the time. No. Uh, if yeah. you watch their offensive numbers, their offensive numbers have not been great these last two weeks. I think they only re- ran for like 40-something yards last week. So it, It's a struggle to watch them try to run it with the guys. They yeah, their yeah. offense is definitely taking a hit, and they're just kind of lucky that they're playing the Texans this week and they make him – Figure some things out. Uh, right. Don't 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 bet against the Texans. Y'all been All right, bored. let's move to the fun part of the NFL stuff. The underdog picks and the winners and losers wheel. So last week, Arlie received a regular pick from the winners wheel, which you would think be disappointing, but then he went with the big time Dolphins, who outright won against the Ravens. So he gets to go first this week with a huge win there. I got to deal a shot bet. And so I gave Brooks one from my list. I have zero shots now. Brooks got to add one to him. But I took a loss because the Seahawks put up a big fat zero against the Packers. I'll be going to the loser's wheel. Don't worry, I won't be alone because Brooks, well, he took that shot from us, picked the Falcons against the Cowboys, and, well, you saw how that game went. You know (laughs) what happened there. (laughs) Brooks didn't have a chance. Uh, from the get-go, and he's going to take a shot for it now. I figured it would only be right to pay off one of my shot bet debts to the shot bet will for me last week. So Brooks took by far the biggest loss. He will be picking third this week. So, Arlie, go ahead and pull up the uh, winner's wheel for yourself. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We'll get the pick. Now I'll explain everybody what we're doing. Picking the three-and-a-half-point underdogs out of this, Arlie gets to pick the winner's wheel, which has some beneficial things, hopefully. We've had a lot of regular picks come from Boring both winners, winners and losers. Will Arlie's only hit regular picks. That's like, all I ever is. hit. I hit. I hit the one pick is by far our our most hit uh, thing on both well, wheels. Well, there are more regular picks on the wheel true, than true. other things because the basics of this thing was: hey, if you win, you have a a chance of getting something that's going to improve your pick for next week and if you yeah. lose you have a chance of something that's going to worsen your pick for the next week so yeah. it's not like a guarantee that you're just automatically going to get another win that would just be unfair so Arlie go ahead and spin that wheel whenever you're ready for yourself alright alright here we go Three, two, one. remember give us a delay on the twitch we have about a fine about three seconds for me and about 85 seconds for Brooks 
So watching Dustin talk about his recap. <laughs> Brooke still thinks I'm talking about my Tom Brady recap. And again, oh, wow. Charlie with the regular pick. The winner of the wheel has I've, not I've won like th- I've won like three weeks in a row, I think. And I, I've gotten and you, regular yeah, pick three weeks in a row. Fuck. Wow. So, Arlie, look at that board for us. We'll pull it yeah. up for the people. I was hoping you got something that might – not make you have to take one of the games that we're looking at. <laughs> uh, Arlie's so. got to be disappointed looking at that that card that's not great, but also only getting a regular pick and no uh, teaser up or down or some shot bet help because he needs that. Shit, yeah, dude. Or any NFL game probably would have helped him a ton. Oh, let's see here. I... Am going to take the Colts Bills game. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I knew that y'all were. I knew that y'all were betting on it too. I do. I do. I do. The only game. That was the it. Only game. Was the, the only game. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of figured that's what y'all were leading towards. I'm looking at the rest of these, and I'm like, I don't trust anybody else in the underdog category to remotely keep this close. And Bills inconsistent. Uh, Jags being only six points behind is a little weird. Um, the only other one that I might have looked at is Tampa Bay getting plus eleven is a little high, but that's it. But yeah, I'm gonna probably yeah. take. I'm gonna yeah, be man. taking that. Obviously, what everybody wanted. We were texting earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one good game. <laughs> Nobody's Arlie saying the game it. because I think we're all like, oh. yeah, 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 right. I, I was like, I was not. hoping Arlie would get like <laughs> something that would at make. At this point, just them. give me big cats. Can't lose parlay. Uh, so, all bring right. up the loser's wheel for me, Arlie. Loser's wheel, Dustin's going second. All right, going in three, two, one. And I'm going to hide my reaction because of the Twitch delay. Regular? God damn it. Another one. Another one. <laughs> Maybe we need to take some regular picks we, out of the... Uh, we got uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah. We got DJ Khaled on this thing with another one. Another regular pick. <laughs> well, if any of our listeners can think of maybe fun punishments or things to add to the winner's will to True. keep it, you know, something. All right. So, obviously, not a great board pick from regular picks. I mean... Don't hate that. All right. I'm going to take who is our early darling of the underdog card. I'm going to take the Lions plus no. 11. <laughs> no. Baker might be hurt and not playing again in this game. The that Browns are them. a dumpster fire. The Lions just came off their biggest non loss of the season. <laughs> They're rolling right now. <laughs> and I'm also getting 11 points. Like, yeah. But yeah. Like, we have like means, a curse. When this podcast like, picks the Lions, they yeah. get their ass <laughs> handed to them. That's why I'm laughing over here. I know, but with this card, I don't know, I know. what else to do. Yeah, I was gonna do it too. If I well, see, <laughs> so Brooks really hated the card before, and now his top two are probably gone. 
Two of my top so go, three are out. Go ahead and pull up that Lakers go for All right. Brooks and give us a good like two minute delay. All right. Yeah, Brooks, you ready? It's about a five second delay. Okay. That's not yeah. bad. That's not bad. All right. Three, two, one, go. Now we're spinning. Now we're spinning. Did I get something <laughs> shitty? Uh, New York, New York. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is a new one for everybody. This is a new one, folks. This has not been spun before. So the New York, New York means I am stuck with picking either the New York Jets or the New York Giants. And so I have this one planned out. Thankfully, I go through each of the losers things uh for possibilities and i'm gonna go giants plus 11 against the bucks that's a lot of points the bucks don't have their struggling health wise and so i think and the giants compete man so i think that they'll have a chance to stick around in this one and also i don't want to bet on joe flacco <laughs> no nope. jets maybe <laughs> Somehow they so, didn't make it into our uh, script because it's not important. <laughs> so I feel like the Giants is the safe. If you the had to, if, if I had to pick between the two, it would be that because Jets, Jets, and and Dolphins completely unpredictable. This is going to be a predictable, should be a predictable win for Tampa Bay, but eleven is is high right now. 11's high, and why I don't think the Giants, why I think like the Bucks bounce back and probably win this one. I do, the Giants have that capability of like garbage time cover, you know, yeah, little backdoor that, cover. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was going to say that it's just like 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 Tampa Bay be up by by seventeen, and then New York just scores one. So, but <laughs> yeah, when when given the choice of the two, that did kind of help. That was actually my. It was between that and the Texans plus 10 on the Titans. Was if I had a regular pick, I was thinking about that. Just because the Titans offense has not been the same. And the Texans have Tyrod back. And while they struggled last week, I think maybe they could be better this week. Who knows? If it's going to happen any year, it would be this one. All right. I was just looking at who's the team that's most unlikely like team that I'm like, they're going to win this game. Absolutely. That could probably get upset. And I was like, Ooh, maybe the Titans this week, it was the bills the week, you know, two weeks ago is the bucks last week. Maybe they could be the Titans. Who knows? (laughs) So to wrap up week 11 underdog picks, Arley had a regular pick went with Colts seven and a half versus the bills. That was all our favorite one. (laughs) I took also a regular pick from the loser's wheel and i went with the lions plus 11 versus the browns brooks hit a new one on the loser's wheel called new york new york having to pick the jets or the giants he picked the giants plus 11 versus the bucks so we'll see how everybody fares this week and with that that's the nfl for everybody let's go i got i got a will suggestion but it, it kind of includes some other ones lions tigers and bears oh my i like it I like that. So the Bengals. The Bengals the, and Tiger. Yes. Yeah. So that could be like that how. could be one that takes maybe a couple regular picks off. Yeah. Um, I like off it. the board. But we would have to think of a matching winner's will like benefit that would take some off too. Right, right. So, 
Mm. Uh, we, we can think of that. I can, I can, we can play around with that. I like it. I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I guess that, that kind of wraps up the NFL discussion. We're going to go ahead and move on over to the NBA and kick that over to Brooks. I think he had a little something for us today, but we're going to have a little bit of NBA to talk about tonight. All right, Brooks, NBA shotgun, one month in the season. Take it away, man. What you got? Yeah, so we're a month into the season. And while there's not a whole lot of just NBA news that I think is worth discussing, I thought it'd be fun to kind of do a little guess who game here. If I'll read some stats off for you guys, and you can try to figure out what NBA player I am talking about so i've got about six or seven here i'm going to read off and we'll see if you can figure out what player i'm discussing from stats from either this year or something that's going on that you know people should be aware about so kind of mix things up a little bit on this nba segment so let's get this thing started all right first one i got for you guys i have increased my three-point shooting percentage each year of my five-year nba career this year, I am currently shooting threes at the highest percentage of my career at 44.4%. Who am I? Oh, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. You see, you kind of you kind of hinted yeah. at this. Yeah, so five years into the league. Yeah, that's the part tripping me up. I don't know. He has improved his three-point percentage every single year, and he's shooting the three at the highest percent of his career. Brandon Ingram. That is incorrect. He has been a teammate of Brandon Ingram's, though, and he used to have have a funky shot back in the day that people weren't necessarily sure would translate on the NBA level. But over time, he's developed a better shot. I know it he has now. developed a better looking shot. He has headed to a new franchise and his career has been rejuvenated. Uh, ben Simmons? Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is not yet. playing this season. Dustin. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Correct. Lonzo Ball, every single year of his career has. Uh, increases three-point percentage. He is shooting it really well so far this season. He has clicked with the Bulls seamlessly and looks like a great fit for him. He has been incredible this season, maybe getting some all-star buzz. We'll see, but it's definitely been a great move for him. He had seven threes against the Lakers the other night. Meanwhile, the Lakers hit six threes. So uh, Alonzo Ball having a career year so far in Chicago. Okay. We'll move on. I'm going to be bad at this game. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) can already tell. I have more steals this season than my entire former team does so far. Oh, I know. Who am I? I know it just because I saw like a side stat of it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, he leads the league in steals. This is not, he does not lead the league in steals, but he has more steals than his former teams. So he moved teams and he has more steals. I thought I had that already. Damn it. (laughs) You were so confident in that one. I thought you might have seen this tweet. 
All these stats courtesy of StatMuse, though. StatMuse is a fun Twitter place. Arlie, I'll give you. Um, let's see. He is a very popular. I'll give you a clue. He is a very popular NBA player. Chris Paul. Used I just guessed. Oh no, Dustin no. just guessed. Did he? Oh Paul. damn it, no. Um, but he not Caruso. a star. Yes, that is correct. What? Alex Caruso. He has more. He's been playing good. Lakers tab. Oh yeah. On the season. <laughs> To himself, Alex Caruso, teammate I, of Lonzo Ball. Hey, I was I was going off of off of our recent like uh, off of the last one because you went like basically like anti LA, so I was like LA's playing like shit, <laughs> and I have a feeling Brooks is going to kind of know some LA shit. <laughs> right. I got lucky. That is complete luck, though. All right, here we go. Here's another one. I am currently averaging twenty three point three points per game this season. Compared to the 31.3 points per game I averaged last season, yet my team is off to the best start in franchise in 47 years. Who am I? I have my guess. In 47 years? Steph franchise is off to the best start in 47 years. No, that is not correct because Steph Curry was on the Warrior team that went like 21 and 0 to start a season. Oh, I didn't know that. But he competed with Steph for the scoring title last year, which is why he averaged 31.3 points per game last season. Um, Yeah, I was going off the the scoring numbers. can Can we go like Morant? It is not Ja Morant, no. I will give you each one more guess, and I'll give one more clue. Hmm, what clue do I want to we'll give? A clue. Hmm. I don't want to just give 40, it away. Forty-year drought. You, you like? I thought maybe forty-year drought. Like Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Um, he averaged thirty last year, though. He averaged 31.3 points per game last year. He's often rumored in trades. I am often rumored in trades as the next star to be traded. Oh, no. But maybe I'm here to stay. Well, I wanted to guess another Golden State Warrior, (laughs) but he's not averaging 30 points. My name is Bradley Bill. Oh, that was, gonna, that was rough. He is averaging 23 points per game. The Wizards are 10 and 3 in first place. Holy shit, the Wizards are 10 and 3? I didn't even know that. 10 All and right. 3. Their best start in 47 Man. years. That's nice. Right, got y'all on the stump, y'all on that <laughs> one. There was no way I was going to get right. that one. Yeah, some of these y'all are, I don't think y'all are going to get, but it's kind of fun for me. So here's another one. I'm currently the only player in the NBA that's averaging 15-plus points per game, 10-plus rebounds per game, on 60%-plus field goal shooting per game. Who am I? I have to be a big because only big shoot over 60, <laughs> 60%. Uh, J- Jokic? I am not Nikola Jokic. Damn it. He shoots too much. DeAndre Aiden. That is correct. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I was just thinking, like, who was a big who was, like, getting better, like, pretty good last year and, like, also shoots super high percentage? And I'm like, well, it's not going to be Giannis. He, like, takes too many open 
long shots. No, like DeAndre Ayton never shoots long. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, yeah. Let's I was hoping that, like, I was thinking y'all would go to like Rudy Gobert along that range, but no, yeah, that was a good one. All right, here's another one. I am currently on pace to average the most career turnovers per game in NBA history at 4.1 turnovers a game. If I have zero turnovers the rest of this season, I would still hold the record. Westbrook? Who am I? That is correct. <laughs> Westbrook. Imagine that. That's not surprising. That's not a hard one. That was probably the easiest one so far. All right. <laughs> that was the one I had number one. They threw like softball to get this going, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to mix it up. All right. I got good. two kind of difficult ones for you. Oh, I would boy. be impressed if either one of you get, th- if you get this. Hello. I am averaging 20.2 points per game in just my second season in the NBA, putting myself firmly into position to compete for the most improved player of this season. Who am I? I'm out. I have no idea. You mean Western or Eastern Conference? Eastern Conference. I played at an ACC school. I don't know. I have a lot of tar on my heel. <laughs> I don't know enough. Oh my god, North Carolina person. Yeah, I don't know. Though. Yeah. My name is Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Oh. Orlando yeah. Magic. He is off to a hot start this season, averaging twenty plus points him. per game. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's that's why it's been impressive from him so far in his second season. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. This is the rookie. Okay, so we all have some little context. I currently, I led the league in most contested shots per game at fourteen point nine, till a recent injury knocked me out of the lineup. Who am I? And a rookie. A rookie. Shots contested. More shots contested he's, per he's game contested. than Rudy Gobert. Uh, I can't even think of the rookies right now. Me neither. <laughs> like any of them. Uh, name. Who, who? You want one shot? Give me a name. Is yeah, Ev- give us a, one hint. Okay. Hey. He was a tournament darling last year as their team made it to the Elite Eight. Him and a brother on a team. Brooks is like so mad at us. It's just like, dude, how do you all not getting this? I gave you everything. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm out. Tap. My name is Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, third pick nope. of the draft to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Would not He's have been got incredible. that. He was the front runner for. He's been the front runner for rookie of the year until his recent injury. That's going to set him out for two to four weeks. So I threw a couple tough ones on there just to throw out some new guys on the pod that we probably won't really talk about a whole lot. Go ahead. I got one. Okay. I got. I won. Oh, okay. Oh, you got one. I got. I got the Westbrook one. We got Westbrook and Caruso. One one. (laughs) to play this again sometime. Well, I got Caruso and Westbrook. I got Caruso. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Dustin, you technically got two with Lonzo and eight. Oh, yeah. So it, I guess we'll both call got it. one first guess and one second guess. Woo! Whoa, 
we'll call it even uh, between you guys. But I thought it would be interesting to mix it up and do something a little different, kind of give some people some shine that we might not normally talk about on the podcast. But also, yeah. um, there's just not a whole lot of NBA news that's really worth discussing right now, other than the Warriors kicking ass, Steph Curry kicking ass. Yeah, Good Lord, yeah. And so, um, and LeBron on his way back from injury. But, other than that, that's he, pretty much will do it for did the he NBA. Play tonight? He was set to come back Friday. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, I, oh, he was warming up to, with the team tonight, though. Cool. Um, all right, well, that does wrap it up. Uh, actually, Lakers just lost to the Bucks, uh, But that does wrap up the NBA discussion. Now we're going to go ahead and kick this over to Shot Bets and wrap that up. All right, so shot bets for this week were horrible for me. Uh, first shot bet was Iowa State at Texas Tech. Iowa State being a 10.5-point favorite. Tech not only covers, but wins the game off of the glorious boot of Garibay with the 62-yarder. If you haven't heard about that already, I don't know how. But if you haven't heard about that, setting, what, Texas Tech record, Big 12 record, uh, you know what, I, I, I will gladly... Add that to my shot total. That's that is well worth it. That was amazing to watch that. Uh, second shot bet game that we had from last week was the Browns versus the Patriots. Patriots being a one and a half point favorite. Patriots completely blowing out the Browns and uh, giving the second win for the week to Dustin and Brooks, and basically just doubling up my shots for the week. So I'm not happy to yeah. take that shot. I thought it was goofy. I thought the Browns were a little bit better this year, and uh, no. Uh, what was it? I heard the – I think it was It was probably Cowherd where he's just like, yeah, Bill Belichick just loves to unravel mediocre quarterbacks, and I don't think I'll ever bet against Bill Belichick on that. I knew that too. Yeah, I, that's that was my basing on why I picked the Patriots, but I did not expect them to put on the offensive performance that they no, did. That was – that, that kind of took caught me by surprise, but – but I think any yeah. any any future Patriots bet, you got to look at the opposing quarterback. Like, are they actually good? Because if they're just kind of good and they're putting along, then you better just put your money on the on the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and then I think they were they were without their running backs too. Like, yeah. Chubb is huge in their offense. So. Yeah, but forty-one points allowed from their defense. Uh, yeah, no, that that was Yikes. crazy, crazy. Um, so this week's shot bets that we have. Uh, Oklahoma State, 10-point favorite against Texas Tech. I believe uh, Dustin took the uh, Oklahoma State side, I believe, right? And then me and Brooks, we took the Texas Tech side. Uh, Our second shot bet game of the week is the Dallas Cowboys at Kansas City at Arrowhead. Kansas City Chiefs being a a 2.5-point favorite. And we took the sweep on this one. All three of us are thinking that that should be reversed. And thinking that the Cowboys are actually going to end up winning this game by by the three point line, roughly, uh, still a close game, but that is going to be uh, the shot bets for this week. Shot bet totals being at I'm at fourteen. I need to start whittling that down. At yeah, at some point, uh, Brooks is at three. He just took one on air not too long ago. You're at two. Did you take two tonight? Hey, you might have. I'm not judging you. All right, cool, nice, killed it. Brooks is down to two. Dustin at zero for him. Get basically. 
getting to uh, have one of his shot bets uh, from last week being given to Brooks. Uh, So uh, anybody else out there wanting to pay off any shot bets, make sure you send us or tag us in any videos, photos, or just a tweet, whatever you feel like doing. Uh, Again, we're just doing this for fun. But that does wrap up this episode. I think that is everything that we had for this week. Uh, Final shots for the week. Dustin, anything that you're wanting to talk about? I'm good, man. Talked a lot of NFL, and that's what I'm obviously wrapped up in at this point. So yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I can get back back in some basketball, especially college basketball, with mm-hmm. work li- lightening up and getting to go some, to some tech games. True. Uh, Brooks, any any final take? Any final shots for the week? Any? any yes, one? it would be it would be criminal of us as Texas Tech fans to not mention the fact that our a school in Austin lost to Kansas in football. Oh, we forgot this weekend in wow. overtime. Yeah. Oh, we don't discuss this school in Club Red because it's Club Red and we're better than that. But <laughs> here we Club will Jayhawk. not let it go. Yeah, it's not Club Jayhawk. It's Club Red for a reason. We don't discuss things in orange in that in that episode unless we're playing against them. Yeah, true. But they did lose to Kansas uh, in overtime. It just, you know, uh, what it's super hilarious. Kansas not has not won a road game since 2008. I think it was like 56 straight Big 12 uh Big 12 games. Yep. Big 12 road games. They hadn't won a road one since 2008. Uh I think it's totals 56 or 57 straight. Um they now since like 2016 have four wins in the Big 12 conference and yep. two of those are against Texas. Um, just a lot of incredible stats coming from that game. Uh, just awesome. Twitter was fantastic. Anytime yeah, Texas was. is losing to Kansas, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody get to the TV now. <laughs> and watching like Kansas dominate, Texas crawl their way back into the game, force overtime, and then lose on a two-point conversion to a guy who hadn't played any snaps, who makes the final catch in Austin. Just awesome. Rock shock, baby. Fuck you, Texas. Go to the SEC and get your ass handed to you by everybody. You can't beat fucking Kansas. What a joke of a program. I saw something Um, like they have – Kansas has – or Texas has 50 – four and five star recruits or maybe more than that and Kansas has like zero. one <laughs> zero. It's I, just, I, I think it's the record just hilarious I think the record is like two and three versus UT and then it's like two and 42 versus the rest of the big 12 yeah like that is that, that is so, their actual record that I looked up I think after that it's hilarious for them with a you know Sark and the Paul assassin and the monkey and you know, all this stuff that's been going on in the program, and then you lose to Kansas. They've lost five straight games. They're headed to the SEC. Well, they'll be bottom dwellers at this point. And so it's just really fun to watch. And then if you have any questions on why we fired Matt Wells, just look to the fact that we lost this team 70 to 35, and there you have your answer. It's not a good football team, and we got destroyed by them. But well, we still rejoice in the fact that they can't beat little old Kansas. What was it? Uh, like the totals for that week? Uh, it was Texas Tech gets bowl eligible. Uh, UT lost yeah. to, to Gonzaga. Uh, Oklahoma lost. And then Oklahoma oh, lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And they lost. 
in basketball. And they lost in ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost it. They lost in basketball. They lost in football. And then OU still lost to Baylor. Like this was the best Ra- Red Raider week I think we've had in a while. This is a great week for Texas Tech. It's a great week for the new Big yep. Twelve. Uh, we've been killing it. We love our new conference people. I think we dominate the polls. Um, if you look at the top ten teams in the nation, there's like two teams from the new Big Twelve. There's no teams from Oklahoma or Texas. So, you know, um, good week for us. We've been enjoying it. We'll relish in the fact that Texas lost and and that coach who shall not be mentioned in Austin lost to Gonzaga. He went in with a loser mentality and they lost. You don't got you don't gotta get ready to lose if you stay ready to lose. A uh, little bitch ass. Uh, so, great week for us Texas Tech fans, oh. and you just can't say it enough. Texas Texas lost to Kansas in football. Love it. Um, so I guess my oh, final A M lost. Yeah. What's up? Oh, A and M lost too. That's right. And A and M lost. So lost. Just, you know. Oh yeah, let's not get this mixed up. I am wearing a, a maroonish looking shirt, but this is this is for the for the girlfriend. It's a it's a South Carolina shirt that she brought me back from over there. Uh, I, I told her I'd wear it on the, on the show one night. And so that is why I'm wearing this. I did not want to get that confused with an A&M shirt. That would be criminal to this podcast. Uh, but my, my final, uh, final shot for the week is actually going to be a, uh, about an orange team that I do like, which is going to be the Astros. They signed Justin Verlander to a one year deal, 25 million. Um, the, the, I believe the Yankees were trying to steal him from us. And uh, he ends up signing the deal uh, this afternoon. Uh, yeah, around around five o'clock. So uh, excited for that! Definitely excited to have him back. He was definitely a big part of our run, and uh, definitely excited he's to have like him. Forty something now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he's just uh, he's old. He is, but I he's I bet it, he sucks now. It's his head that I like. Uh, it sucks and, now. Yeah, yeah. He's awful now. Uh, Probably. You know what? All right, I and and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. He got it. But I, it, it's funny though, because I'm over here like I kind of like the Red Sox a little bit, and Brooks is like, yeah, fuck your Astros. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. always always gonna be the case, but it's fine. I'm fine. Um, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode. Uh, make sure, guys. Uh, well, first off, uh, we forgot to mention this in Club Red. Uh, we are gonna have an early show next week. We're going to be recording um, on Monday, Monday recording. So you're going to catch our takes a little bit earlier, a little bit fresher as far as the weekend games go. Uh, but we got a Monday recording. We got Thanksgiving coming around. Uh, so some of us are going to be out of town. We had to kind of change it around, shift it around a little bit. So that way I can uh, kind of edit the thing down. We'll have the podcast episodes out to you guys on by Wednesday this next week. That way, hopefully you'll be able to listen to the show on your drives to go see family or whatever you got going on. Um, but be on alert for that. Uh, make sure if you're not already do, uh, follow the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, hit us up on our social media accounts at, at tailgate underscore talks. Uh, obviously we have our own personal ones, Dustin at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks at Calvin B Barrett, me at block where the L is one go swing by the YouTube channel. That's been popping off. Definitely go hit that up. Uh, subscribe, hit the bell. We have about two videos a week coming out of that. Uh, but that does wrap up the episode. Um, anything else for you guys this week? We had a lot to talk about. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll catch you guys uh, on Monday next week. Make sure you tune in for Club Red and the tailgate. And until then, 
Catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace.